Sweet Ride could be the danger now. Best of Bordeaux, Sweet Ride through the middle. Willinga Beast is still there. It's Best of Bordeaux and Sweet Ride, but Best of Bordeaux, he's really strong at the end, fending them all off. And Best of Bordeaux pushed out by Mellon, won the Roman Consul. Sweet Ride second, just in front of Willinga Beast. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray. Well, best of Bordeaux slogged through those very heavy conditions yesterday at Ramwick. It was tough going. Richie Cohen was on course. Rich, good morning. And once that rain came and started to get a little heavier by about best of Bordeaux race, uh, the riding was on the wall, wasn't it, mate? Yeah, very much so. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, um, unfortunately, and uh, the rain just hasn't stopped. But mm-hmm. uh, hopefully it'll stop uh, this week. We get a big meeting next week. But uh, it was unfortunate. One of those things, um, a lot of meetings were held on Thursday, Friday, about moving races earlier, about juggling the races, different uh, different order. The latest, as you rightly mentioned earlier, Ray, the, the, we just kept getting updates and updates, and it looked like it was only going to be six mils mm-hmm. from... Um, 9am to 6pm, which the track could handle. Um, it, it all comes down to a juggling act. In hindsight, everything's wonderful. But, you know, it comes down to the fact that, you know, you've, you've got to work out um, who's going to pay for the races. And we, we pay for them by wagering. Uh, if we move the good races early, do we get the right wagering? So it's a real juggling act. It was just simply put down in the disappointing basket yesterday. Yeah, I, I must admit, Rich, when I drove into Randwick yesterday morning, I thought, they've got this right, because there was hardly a cloud in the sky at about 9 o'clock, and I thought, this is great. And and the forecast, as you pointed out, was that most of the heavy rain wasn't going to fall until after 6pm. So by mid to late morning, I thought, oh, well, we'll get through this. But um, once that rain came, and it was only very light early, but... It got heavier and heavier, and the track was already a heavy 10, Rich. The stewards had nowhere to move. 100%. Well, Mark Van Gessler, the chief steward, he did the track inspection in the morning with his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> he had the guns out. But, um, yeah, and then, obviously, it was a one lane With the rail out so far, it, it was very um, dominant, mm. dominated by those on the inside. And it just, I suppose, it got to the stage that because everyone wanted to go there, because that was where the traffic had been, and they'd yeah. filled there and compacted it, the outside further out was lush, so therefore it was um, retaining the the rain and the and the uh, and the uh, uh, the water mm. more. So therefore, it was faster on the inside. It became dangerous when everyone was trying to get to the one lane. Exactly. Yeah, Rich. I don't think we can take out too much from that meeting, given the track conditions were so extremely heavy. But a couple of the winners, best of Bordeaux. He's obviously a quality colt. He now heads towards the Coolmore. And I said to Dino earlier. How Opal Ridge didn't get a Kosciuszko starts a mystery. Yeah, well, I know that uh, Race New South Wales, we, they brought in the, I think it's the maximum 60-40, I believe, isn't it, Ray, with the with the split? I think I'm so, sure. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 60-40. Um, the, the biggest thing is now that the, the slot holders have got the right to choose what they want, and a lot of slot holders are now wanting deals with the horses going forward. Um, and I, I take the hat off to Luke Pepper and, he, and the owners. They said, no, we've got a top-class horse. Mm. We know that we can compete in other races. We want to go to the Kosciuszko, but this is our deal. Um, take it or leave it. Yep. Uh, the slot holders wanted more. And Luke Pepper, well done to Luke. Nice and bloke you won't meet. Mm. And just to have the success, the half-million-dollar race yesterday, named after two legends of our sport in and, and Johnny Tapper and Craig. It wasn't great to see both there yesterday. It's... Um, I think it was special for Luke Pepper. Best of all, no. If he goes to the Coolmore, oh, 
big jump up, big mm. jump up. Ooh, don't know about that. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, Rich, could you see Nature Strip being beaten in the Everest? Oh, well, you can. Um, everything's beatable. That's why it's called horse racing. Well, like, there's no doubt that he's the he's the best. It really depends on the, the track. Like, I, I think if we... The one bonus you've got with Nature Strip, he goes on all services, and that's what the beauty of being a star is. Um, if the track gets to bone dry, well, I think the three-year-old's right in the mix. Um, I think Lost and Running can handle soft, but I don't want to back him on a heavy to beat Nature Strip. And, you know, uh, but barriers, the one, the, the hardest thing for the opposition, Bulldog, is that Nature Strip used to have one string to his bow, which was, I've got to jump, I've got to run, I've got to lead, I've got to try mm. and burn you off. Now the, now the bugger settles. <laughs> now we can relax. I don't know. That makes it harder, but... Look, he, he's the benchmark, but anything can happen in racing. Exactly, yeah. As, interesting, Rich, I was talking to Chris Wall and Joe Pride yesterday that we do place a lot of emphasis on the barrier draw on Tuesday, and quite rightly so, but Chris is very relaxed about the barrier draw. It doesn't matter with Nature Strip, and it's similar with Joe Pride with Eduardo because both have such brilliant speed that, that, that if they have a, a slightly slow getaway, which Nature Strip can do sometimes, he quickly musters and negates that that poor start. So both those horses are almost bomb-proof, aren't they? Yeah, particularly Eduardo from the gates because he is so brilliant. Nature Strip, as you rightly said, can take 30 or 40 metres. Um, a big field, and particularly now that you've got overpass and you've got Mark Newnham's horse in the race race, hmm. I don't know if... I think they, Back to Bulldog's question, I think if Nature Strip draws one, two or three around there, that would probably be the, the biggest nightmare for him. I think yeah. they'd rather draw the outside barrier or or eight or nine, somewhere around there for Nature Strip, because there's more speed this year than any other year. I, mm. I just with the, I just just Mark's horse is just deluding me. Um, you've got it there, Ray. Who, who's that? Sorry, mate. Mark Newnham's horse. Um, oh, Joyful Fortune. Yeah, he's very fast. Fortune. Yeah. It, it, I think we've just got more speed in this race this year, uh, and that just might make it a hinder for Nature Strip if he draws one, two, or three. Yeah, you know, it's a good call. Hey, Rich. Um, next Saturday, I did mention the Dino earlier. One of the byproducts of what happened yesterday is that the, the Silver Eagle and the Angst stakes will be added to the Everest program. The two benchmark 74s have been deleted. So, look, um, that's going to be a bumper race day. Ten super races next Saturday. 100%. And it's unfortunate. Like you look yesterday, uh, Brett Navdullah was on the favourite of the Silver Eagle, Mr Mozart. Mm. Tommy Berry was on Waterford's second favourite. They'll both be in Melbourne. Oh, um, of course so they will, yeah. They've committed yeah. down there to programs, therefore. Um, but James McDonald will be back in Sydney. Hugh Bowman will be back. Mm. Um, I think it's like horses like Espiona and the, the, the scratchings go back into the races. Um, so it'll be interesting. All scratchings are, uh, go yeah. back into the races. Mm. But it's going to be exciting to see what happens. And there'll be a few jockeys changes. Like Polly Gray would have been nearly unbeatable yesterday. It'll be interesting to what the track... Um, next week so it, it just throws another another little spanner in the works but what a 10 race program it promises to be next Saturday we always talk about the Everest being a great day it's going to be even bigger and better next Saturday Hey Rich I saw a lovely photo I think taken by the current caller Darren Flindell with Johnny Tapp and yeah. Ian Craig at the races yesterday it was a really lovely touch a bit of modern a bit of history and obviously the race now named after those two legends Oh, 100%. Um, obviously, my father worked with Johnny Tapp for many years. I was at 2KY, which is now Sky Sports Radio, back in 
the early 90s. Uh, Ian Craig uh, was our number one man there. And um, look, I hate it. No shit about him. Just two good blokes. Um, really nice men. What'd you just say? Always been just approachable. You heard it. <laughs> and and uh, a, a great recognition for them. But you to can't happen. say that word. <laughs> it slipped and out. This is, not, I ran into this Max is not you at the pub. You're on radio. Yes, yes, Dean, I did. And I ran into Max Presnell yesterday. Of course, uh, him and my father have got a race in a few weeks' time. So I think it was wonderful recognition from, uh, from Racing New South Wales to recognise four legends, Ian Craig and John Tapp yesterday, and then Max Presnell and my dad did a few weeks' time. Yeah, fair call. Hey, Rich, yesterday the racing at Caulfield, terrific day for Godolphin and James McDonald. Uh, Dino just asked me earlier, is Animo the best horse in the country? I think at 1,600, 2,000 he probably is, but if you're the connections of I'm Thunderstruck and Zaki, you're not going to the Cox Plate thinking it's game over. Well, I reckon Animo lost... Total compass, and I'd say comfortable two lengths coming. He mm. just didn't know what to do. I'm thunderstruck, just pushed him straight out of the way. I can't believe he got up one. He, amazing quality. Yeah. He was mm. too good for them. I think yesterday's run of I'm thunderstruck probably showed that Mark Zara made a, a tactical error at the start before when he just decided to have a do his hair and have a picnic six lengths off them rather than a length and a half off them uh, mm. at stand down. Alligator blood lost a plate and Zaki. You know, the biggest problem for Zaki and Alligator Blood is that they both want to roll. They both yeah. want to eyeball each other. If one of them decides to leave without the other pressure, um, it might be the other way. I think Zaki's best ability is to lead in a Cox plate. But mm. all being equal, I just thought he was incredible, Adamo. Incredible. Yeah, was um, yeah. uh, there was a little query going in, but he was great. Polelli, he got every possible. Is that is that form good enough for an Everest? I probably doubt but he was uh, he was good getting the job done. Golden Mile just got a gun ride, and, and Golden Mile I think showed that the barriers can make a difference. Mm. The, the horse Tim Clark rode Ossipenko was probably the unlucky runner out of the uh, Caulfield Guinea. It was monstrous out wide. Ossipenko running third. Just on Polili, Rich, I'm not sure if you noticed, but he did have um, he was struck twice with the whip accidentally as he's trying to take that gap. I, I actually liked the way he rebalanced and did attack the line and. Look, I don't know if Godolphin will take him to the Everest. I think Kementari might be there, the horse that they select tomorrow. We'll talk to James Cummings a little later, hopefully. But you're thinking maybe if he goes to the Everest, maybe top five, top four? Palili? Uh, yeah, I think Palili's a very good sprinter, but I think he's probably that level below what's needed to win a, a, an Everest. But I, I think Kementari handles all services. He's probably the safe way to go. And mm. um, I, I'm pretty sure that I want to run the filly in secret, but um, she's uh, she's top class. But, yeah, I think they might go special K uh, yeah. next Saturday. There's no, uh, I thought he was good the other day. He, he, he was terrific. You're beating a half length into fourth in the premiere behind Lost and Running, so it's the right sort of form, and he does love Randwick. Hey, Rich, it was, it was unfortunate what happened yesterday, but we've had this weather event now going for how long? Two years, and there's more important things in life. Hopefully everyone out there who are battling the floods at the moment is staying safe. Hey, Rich, I can't wait for this week. It's going to be a huge week in the build-up to the Everest, and the weather forecast is a bit more encouraging, Rich. Yeah, there looks pretty good weather, doesn't there? Until a little bit of rain on Friday, so hopefully um, there's not too much in that. Yeah, Ray, uh, I think what you just said is right. There's 
a lot more important things in uh, in life. Uh, I wish my old man's got a tough week. Mm. I wish Kenny all the best if he's listening. He's a he's a great man. I know a lot of people in racing uh, are wishing him all the best at the moment. So he, he's all right. I saw him last night, the big fella. He's uh, he was bouncing around. Yeah, rang him on Friday, and as always, he's top of his game, and, and good luck this week, Kenny. Hey, Rich, as always, appreciate it, mate, and can't wait to talk next Sunday post the Everest. Thanks, Rich. See you, Bulldogs. See you, Ray.